Hi, everyone. My name is Dallin Wortham with the Charter School Connection Podcast. Thank you for listening. Um, we're going to give a quick thanks to our sponsors, Charter Connect. Obviously, you plus Charter Connect equals more students, um, boosting enrollment for charter schools all across the country, and our new enrollment software, Enrolio. Enrolio makes it easy to go through your enrollment path process by automating it so that students slip through the enrollment process and into your school. And on this episode, we have um, a very, I'm very interested because I'm a marketer, um, as a lot of people know. So I'm very excited to speak with Carly, who is also working as the director of marketing, registrar, and in charge of attendance. So Carly Stratton, welcome to the show. Hi, thank you for having me. Yeah, of course. So you work currently at Carbon Valley Academy. And before we started this call, you said that you had been there for four years. Can you tell us a little bit about how you got into education and the charter school world and how you eventually ended up at Carbon Valley Academy? So I was a stay-at-home mom and my kids were right around school age. And once my youngest was about to start, I applied for a para position. Um, So I did half of a school year as just a generalized para. The next year I moved into special education para for the next few years. Um, And then this year um, was the first time over the summer that I took the position of registrar, attendance clerk, and then director of marketing um, at this point. And it's been really great. I really love the school charter feel. My, My boys attend here and pros and cons for them as they get older that I work <laughs> <in> school. <laughs> well, I think that's pretty common. A lot of people that work in charter schools work at the charter school that their kids are attending or did attend or will attend um, because they were kind of just involved parents that, you know, impressed people and found a way into the charter school world or maybe parents that were disillusioned with other forms of education and said, oh, I'm going to give it a shot. Um, so I think that's cool. And um How was it going through all the different steps to get to where you are as a para? It was different. I love working with students and special education was amazing. I still definitely would work in that field again in a heartbeat. Um, But this gave me the opportunity to speak to families and give them the information that I found by having my students here. Um, so moving through those steps, I know the ins and outs of the building. I know, um, the appealing parts of the charter and us specifically, we are a very small charter. Mm -hmm. Uh, we are a K through eight and currently have 267 students enrolled. And that was quite the jump from last year's October down as well. Fantastic. And, um, I like how you said that, you know, the school building, you've walked the halls, you've sat at desks with students. How do you think that has helped you to kind of move more towards the administrative side of things? I believe that it's helped because I know the answers to the questions that parents are asking. And I've asked those questions prior to enrolling my students. I've seen it firsthand. And then it also helps because when a parent asks a question, I'm not thinking back into a rehearsed answer. It's very applicable to, I know what they're looking for. I know why they're asking the questions that they're asking Mm -hmm. in particular to the families. 
um, as I do tours and the questions come out, I get to know them a lot better. So I know how to answer questions on a more personal level, which I think is why a lot of people choose charters also is it's a more community feeling rather than um, a lot of the public schools. That's awesome. And so tell us a little bit about Carbon Valley and what makes Carbon Valley different than maybe other schools or even charter schools in the area? Absolutely. So Carbon Valley Academy, we are a K through eight. Uh, we are the only charter school in the area that offers bus transportation. We Ooh. do have two buses. Um, and our biggest focus is on community. So as much as we value and chase those academic standards for each grade level and each trimester, we also have a very big character trait curriculum as well. So each month we have a character trait award assembly. Uh, this past month was friendship. So every single month on a Friday, we have an all school assembly. The kiddos that have been chosen by staff members for exemplifying those traits of being a good human so important. Um, yeah. They actually get a pin, a certificate. They get to run down a red carpet, high-fiving everybody. It's really great. <laughs> That's awesome. That's so cool. I love that. And I like that you mentioned bus transportation. Um, it's funny because a lot of schools, they try to do these big wow things that make them different. And sometimes it's not necessarily trying to be better than everyone else. It's being different, being unique. Um, and finding out what holes and op opportunities there are that other people aren't offering that you can offer. Um, and has Carbon Valley Academy always offered bus transportation or when did that start? I believe we got our buses about two years ago. So it's a newer addition to what mm -hmm. we offer, but it has definitely made it better for our families. They have options. Uh, we even have bus transportation that will take students home from tutoring. We oh, offer cool. a tutoring program two nights a week and they do have bus transportation to get them home after. So let's say that I'm a charter school administrator listening to this episode and I go, oh, wow, maybe we should kind of offer bus transportation because that's something that we've always kind of wanted to do, but it's kind of been a little tough. Do you have any advice to someone that would kind of like to start a bus transportation program at their school? I'm, we like to send out surveys. So we like to know what our families want, what they're looking for, and even the community. Mm -hmm. um, Facebook groups and things like that. Parent pages are amazing for feedback, whether they are your parent pages or not. So if yeah. you are reaching out and looking for, what are you looking for in a school? What are you looking for from us personally? Transportation turns into quite the big one, especially yeah. as a charter. Um, and then even the other charters in our area, we maintain great relationships with, and they actually use our buses and will reserve them and rent them out for field trips and things oh, like cool. that, rather than going awesome. through the district for their requests. That's fantastic. Um, that's awesome that you partner in, because unfortunately it's easy to kind of go like, okay, it's us versus them instead of going like, hey, like we have an abundant mindset. Let's, let's just make education better for these kids. Um, so that's great. Very, very cool. And so I'm going to, I'm obviously a marketer and Charter Connect does marketing for charter schools. So I'm sure there's a lot of people that listen to these podcast episodes and they want to know like, this is great. Good for you that you focused on friendship last month and have buses, but my school's struggling with enrollment. 
Do you have any tips or tricks for a charter school administrator that's trying to increase their enrollment, but maybe they're kind of spinning their tires a little bit? Yes, absolutely. Um, We recently had quite the jump in our enrollment over last summer. Um, What I ended up doing was I saw a need in a nearby town. So about 10 to 12 minutes away, we have a small town. Uh, They are actually out of our district, but as charters, um, we know that we don't have anyone zoned for us, which means being fully open enrolled and all of our students are here because they choose to be. I saw a need within that community um, and started really targeting my marketing and advertising over there. I use my Facebook page to communicate with parents and meet with them and set things up and just answer their questions. So if you see a need within your community or around your community, that is where you want to kind of shift your focus. Give them an option that they don't otherwise have. So by sending a bus into this town that's only about 10 to 12 minutes away, we were able to, one, definitely increase our enrollment, but the biggest part of that is we're giving them an opportunity to be in a school that they're not forced into. Uh, We offer something that they're looking for. That's awesome. I mean, I'm sure there's plenty of parents and students that um, everywhere where they're currently going to a school and they're like, well, sorry, kids, suck it up because it's all you got. And just being given another option is probably very liberating. Um, I love what you said, and I've never thought of that. Um, I'm very glad that I asked it and I got way more than what I asked for in regards to an answer. So when you located that city that I kind of, this is untapped potential. How did you spread the word there? I honestly started by asking questions. So you never want to be assumptive when you're going into an area or even staying in your own area. Um, Word of mouth is huge. So Mm -hmm. when you go in to use social media as a platform, Um, joining those parent groups on Facebook for the area, joining the mom groups for the area, and really just asking, what are you looking for? What do you need? Um, Can we provide it? If we can, let's chat. And so just reaching out, being super personable has been, I believe, helpful. I mean, you get to know these families. They're all so amazing. Um, Even in our own area, this Tri-Town area that we're located in, same thing it's word of mouth and you're looking for people to be talking about you but obviously in a positive light and sometimes that means being very communicative and just answering the questions truthfully all the things you don't want to ever over talk yourself um, in a situation where what you see is what you get and what you get is from us is great so we just like to make sure that people know that and we can answer those questions and be someone in an institution that they lean on and trust their most prized possessions with, which is their children. Wow. Yeah. You're, you're hitting some home runs. Um, (laughs) I don't feel like I'm giving you softballs, but you're, you're doing a great job. Um, I love that. So I feel like when someone says marketing director, it's get the word out, push, 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 push. Um, But what you're saying is actually ask and listen. Like that's the first thing before you even try to push it, um, which is counterintuitive, but it's awesome. Like, I think that's such a neat insight that I sometimes forget. And it's, um, 
this conversation has had me questioning a few of the things that I do. Um, wow, thank you so much for that insight. That's fantastic. Um, so moving forward, what are some projects or goals that Carbon Valley Academy is gonna be working on? Maybe some fun announcements that in the coming years you would like to be able to, to achieve? So our biggest focus right now is um, enrollment going into the summer and things like that, um, but also attrition. That is super common. That's the rate of which students are exiting to go to a different school, whether it be our eighth graders moving into high school, or I feel like a lot of the smaller charters do see a high attrition rate coming out of fifth grade into middle uh, mm -hmm. because traditionally the middle schools in the area are bigger and they have different sports and things like that that are competitive. While we offer robotics and intramural sports, we are looking into some way of co-oping with some other charters in our area to potentially get some sports going. And we have buses, so we're able to transport. Cool. And just kind of get little leagues together and going. So that's definitely on our to-do list for sure, um, as well as kind of focusing on asking the students what they want. I mentioned surveys earlier. Um, tonight, actually, we have a fourth and fifth grade night where our fourth and fifth graders will get to stay after school. Our middle school already does these nights, um, but we let the fourth and fifth graders vote on activities that they wanted to participate in. Outside of school hours, we've got nachos with the nacho cheese fountain that's gonna happen tonight. And just kind of making sure that they're bonding not only during academic times, with their teachers and with staff members, but making sure that we're acknowledging the fact that they are getting older. And we want to see these students through to eighth grade. So the way to do that is to listen to the students as well, listen to the parents, listen to the families, and give them what we can within reason. But also, they know what is going to make them happy and make them want to be somewhere more. So we're excited about those things. <laughs> that is awesome. Very, very cool. Um, I, this has been fantastic. So one thing that I would like to maybe, the, the next question is a question that I don't normally get to because we kind of run out of time with other guests, but it's one that I've been really wanting to ask for a long time. And I think that's finally a conversation where I can. So if you had a magic wand that you could just wave, boom, and whatever you wanted that one thing is done. Like the gymnasium is built, the teachers are staffed, the lunch menu is revamped. What is like one thing that you'd like to do with that magic wand? And it's kind of a weird question. So if you don't have an answer for it, that's okay. It's a different question. I haven't thought about that because working in charters, I feel like it is very much step by step by step and it's all logically placed and things like that. We could use a new floor in our gym. Um, but, and that is something that we have for down the road and things to look into. Cool. I would have to think about that, I think, because. That's fantastic. Um, the, I think you gave me the best answer, which is there is no shortcuts in the charter school world. Like, <laughs> it's a step by step. And so <laughs> I think by not answering the question, you just answered it. Um, so if someone says, okay, I have this goal, I wish I could have this magic wand, but I can't. Carly's telling me it's a step-by-step -step process. What do you do at Carbon Valley Academy 
to take that first step. What is that first step? And like, how do you involve the staff? How do you get systems to, in place so that talking the talk turns into walking the walk? So my boss is a big fan of uh, what's called backwards planning. So uh, first of all, taking that space, if you see a need, it's not an emergency. So instead of moving it up to a 911 in your head when it's something that you have time to kind of work through, bring it down to like a 311. So you're calm. Um, you're going to start out with the end goal. And so picture what that looks like. Now you're going to backwards plan it into, so here's my top goal. And then right here, going backward is, okay, those were final touches. What are the final touches that'll happen? Mm-hmm. So you're going to take them down layer by layer until you're at the very basic level, which is logically, why do I want this? What is the first thing I have to do? Okay, write up a proposal. Mm-hmm. Got it. Or ask two other people for their opinion mm-hmm. and then move forward step by step. But always start with your end goal because you're envisioning it. You're excited about it. And that's how you can kind of, again, backwards plan it to where you walk yourself backward to your starting step, but you've already seen how it's going to move forward. Oh, that's cool. That's really cool. I'm very glad that uh, we got that insight. Um, Fantastic. And so I guess the one thing that I would like to ask now that we're kind of coming towards the end is because you've given so many (laughs) cool insights, how can someone gain these insights that you've gained? Do you have a suggestion for a podcast or a book or a course or a YouTube video, TED talk? Do you have anything that you'd like to suggest that we could put in the show notes for people to kind of study these concepts and ideas further? Um, I don't have one thing that kind of pops into my head uh, without, I don't have a marketing degree or anything like that, um, or just a degree in general. So a lot of this is just seeing a need and working to fill it and just taking that initiative and being confident in your skills. Don't mm-hmm. second guess yourself. Uh, like I said, backward plan it, but don't overthink you and your abilities. Um, <laughs> if you're talking yeah. teamwork, we should all have teamwork and things like that. There's quite a few books we, in my front office team, just finished up Wolfpack, which was just really good and a good way to kind of break down being on a team because working in a school, especially charters, I mean, we all wear a lot of hats, um, especially throughout the building. If someone is sick, we we pick it up. Um, so we're just on it like that. So I think Wolfpack is a good one. And then- um, Is that by Wolfpack by who? Wolfpack is by Amy or Abby Wambach. Okay. She's great. The soccer player? Yes. And then the other book I would recommend for teamwork um, that we've also covered with our five, with our front office team is the five dysfunctions of a team. Okay. Because then you can call yourself out (laughs) and kind of see where you're at um, and just recognize those things. It's a lot easier to work together and find a way to to get past those things and be cohesive again. That's fantastic. And five dysfunctions of a team. Who's that? Yes, Patrick Lencioni. Cool. 
I will include all of these uh, books and links to the books on Amazon in the show notes. Thank you for sharing those. Um, no, absolutely. Thank you. Wow. I feel um, super lucky to have had all these insights given to us by you. So thank you for being so gracious. Do you have any other stories, tips, tricks, anything that you'd like to share before we wrap up? Maybe an answer to a question that I haven't asked. Um, I just think, again, trusting your instincts and going with things, um, especially when it comes, you mentioned that you are a marketer. Um, so using social media in every form, Twitter, Instagram, um, TikTok is a recent one that I've moved into getting our videos out there. Um, just having that consistency across the board. I just got our postcards ready to roll and they color scheme backgrounds, things like that match up with our Facebook. So as they're scrolling, they're going to see something that looks similar to something they just got in the mail two days ago. Mm -hmm. And color scheming that same glittery background that I kind of gravitate toward, um, just be recognizable yeah. and, and make sure that you're consistent with that and that you, you do what you say, you are who you say you are when it comes to school and education and do what's right by kids. <laughs> awesome. Thank you so much. I love that. Thank you so much for being on the show, Carly, and for being so generous with your insights. It means a lot. Thank you for having me. Yeah. Bye now. Bye.